0: Sound Cartel We're all different, which is a good thing. But how do you harness the potential of a staff member while managing their, uh, quirks? Especially if they're good at their job. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. tricky aspect to managing the people in your business could possibly involve your most talented staff. You know the ones. They're smart, ingenious, and you want to hold on to them. Problem is, they can also be difficult to manage. And their quirky ways of operating can undermine your business in all sorts of ways. And what do you do then? Especially if that talented employee is bringing in good money. It's a common problem. So much so that Aaron Goonry, partner at Workplace Relations and Safety Practice at Lander and Rogers Lawyers, has highlighted three types of talented but difficult employees and how best to manage them so they're working in the best interests of your business rather than against them. We've got the technical wizard, the social butterfly and the stable genius, all marvellous workers with flaws. Aaron starts with the technical wizard. So what's their problem? Heather Dawson asks.
1: Technical wizards are the employees who know what makes your business tick. They know what your business can and cannot do. They're dedicated to getting things done. They're the grunt behind a business. However, even though they're effective behind the scenes they sometimes become invisible when it comes to things like the big sell or upselling the product or whatever the service offering is to either the business itself, to the stakeholders within the business, or to clients and customers. And these are the people that actually know the business. So they may not like to speak up. And when they do, their voice gets drowned out by bigger personalities, which we've also identified
2: Yes, indeed. But if they'd rather hide behind the scenes, how can you encourage them to be more centre stage? And what happens if it doesn't work?
1: Well, in terms of getting them to go on centre stage, you need to look at development opportunities and that they could exist within the business itself. So with regards to the bigger personalities that you have, one suggestion that we have is that you get those bigger personalities to mentor the technical wizards or get the technical wizards to shadow those bigger personalities. One thing I'm often fond of telling clients is you can't necessarily change personalities, but you certainly can change behavior. And sometimes it can be arduous, but often that path is one which can be rewarding Ultimately, if you stay the course, if it isn't successful, then you have decisions to make as to whether or not this person just belongs in a back room and you have someone shadowing them in order to get the most out of what they have for the business.
2: Okay. Well, your second tricky but talented employee, I think you've already alluded to (laughs) them, is the social butterfly. Now, what does this type of employee offer
1: or not? So, so, Or not. um, What they definitely offer is they're the face of the business. They are good with teams. They're good with customers and clients. They are generally recognised far and wide for what they offer. They win work, they keep work, and they are generally front office, they're client and customer facing. They can also be the company's own cheer squad, but they may not actually appreciate the technicalities of what the business can and cannot do. And their drive to deliver results for the company, which may be commendable, may also result in them focusing on things which are not within the business's control. So they may, for instance, Overpromise and then the company unfortunately under delivers. So what
2: do you need to do to make sure that social butterfly aligns better with the, the realities of the business then?
1: One thing that we try and focus on with these types of employees and managing these particular issues is one team, one dream. So saying to these people, it's not just about you. It's also about a team. And you drive key performance indicators with these types of employees so that they are focused on team dynamics and team environments as opposed to individual achievement. Because social butterflies, while they're good cheerleaders, don't necessarily focus on the team itself and what the team actually does. One other thing that you could do with these types of employees is consider acquiring regular work-in-progress meetings. So you have them actually join up with other team members to ensure that they have, this is the social butterflies, have an ongoing understanding of the business and the capabilities that it provides to both internal and external stakeholders.
2: Okay, well, finally, your your third type of tricky but useful employee is the stable genius, which you suggest is the most difficult type of employee to manage. So why is that, Aaron?
1: A stable genius is someone who has a level of self-regard that may surpass the value of their ability. So they may also have a confrontational personality, which makes fostering professional relationships challenging. So they have a value to the business, that's for sure, but they think that they are worth more than that particular ability. A stable genius is someone who generally has the ideal combination of technical wizardry and business acumen but also has the ego to match. And as I said before, probably surpasses their particular ability for a business.
2: Well, what do you do to keep a stable genius in check without the confrontation?
1: In my view, I think challenges are the key for these types of employees. So new things or projects that provide them with the ability to dedicate their time and energy to something other than their day-to-day tasks and responsibilities, are possibly harnessing their particular business acumen in a positive way, such as mentoring or sponsorship and the championing of other team members. So this is... Potentially, where collaboration between them and technical wizards, for example, could be ideal.
2: Well, Aaron, where do you finally draw the line between holding on to or letting go of a talented but difficult staff member?
1: If anyone is actually perceived as untouchable and they are causing tension or worse still, a toxic environment, and attempts have been made to harness a talented staff member's powers for good rather than bad, and that hasn't worked, then in my view, serious consideration needs to be given to letting them go. So if they're causing angst, if they're causing a risk to the health and safety of others and they have been cautioned about that, and this is particularly more so in relation to probably stable geniuses who may have confrontational personalities – then you really need to consider whether or not it's worth keeping them on.
2: But, um, Aaron, you're a lawyer. What about Mm. the law? Because isn't it easier said than done to let people go if they haven't actually, you know, stuffed up in their
1: actual roles? (laughs) Most definitely. What you've said is part truthful. There are laws that protect, generally, all employees. However, if a business has endeavoured to bring talented staff along on a journey of success, and they're not being cooperative or resisting the change, then a business needs to assess how valuable that staff member truly is and whether that person enjoys the trust and confidence of the business. And if they don't enjoy the trust and confidence of the business, and you've tried to bring them along on that journey and you've afforded them the opportunity to improve and they're not improving, then you need to have an honest conversation with them.
0: That was partner at Landa and Rogers Lawyers, Aaron Gunry. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman, We'll bring you more BE Daily tomorrow. Follow at Bedaily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel.